What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Scholar Social. I am Jonah Ruffin. I'm Jayla Jackson. I'm Daya Brown. I'm Sonai Edwards. And I'm Zayla Bryant. How y'all feeling today? I feel pretty good. good. Pretty good. We like oh. our pastels on You know how we do. Right. The style's always coming through for us. Okay. And that's just that. For y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see you looking homeless. Child, anyways. Bye. <laughs> Law. I'm 70 years old. As you know this. Sorry. I want to talk about this. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I kind of want to talk about what is a child's role? Because mm-hmm. for me, that my responsibilities are changing as mm-hmm. I get older, mm-hmm. but I don't understand necessarily why or how, sure. like when, what responsibilities are mine versus my parents. Mm-hmm. So can we like dissect that? Yeah. Yes. This is a really, really interesting topic. And it's so much to dissect here yeah. and it's very multifaceted. It definitely has plagued children for centuries. Mm-hmm. Right. So it if it's okay with y'all, let's, let's talk, talk about it. <laughs> I think first we need to dissect like how how are we defining parent okay how are we defining child mm-hmm. right because okay. um some people believe that you know when you're turn 18 you are no longer you're an adult now and da da da, but you are still somebody's child right yeah. technically so i think we we need to make those distinctions and they seem small but i feel like in my opinion they're important and then yeah. also going off of that i think we need to define like a universal role of parents of course there's going to be uh, differences in parent depending on the child depending on the parent's history depending on their past and stuff mm-hmm. but a fundamental law that all or law or rule that all parents should abide by to be qualified as a parent not only that but mm-hmm. at what age range should you have certain restrictions at what age range should you be let go and let free mm-hmm. i think so that can be problematic though sometimes it can because um by law they're only required to do like certain like literally provide you Clothes, water, shelter, and the necessities. Like the necessities. Right. So all the things that we are troubling with, challenged with when it comes to parenting are all kind of like extra, but they're necessities at the same yeah. time. Right. So it's like one thing. Yeah, and like because I think with what we're looking for here, because the disconnect comes with the the uh, actual bond you have between a parent and a child. Not rather if you're giving uh if they're not giving you necessity because that's a whole different conversation mm-hmm. it's about the psychological nature of what's right. going on between right. a child or yeah. their parents because if we're honest forging a relationship with your parents is a task in and of it itself. is it is voluntary yeah. so you guys both have to make the conscious decision to want to know more about each other or understand one another to really get that um relationship that you deserve not right. deserve but um that works best for you, you all's right. dynamic. Right. right. And I yeah. think that before we even get in, into any of that, I think that we, we need to look at the basics here. Like, what is a child's role? What is a parent's yeah. role? We need to, like. I was just about to say, yeah. I was thinking about, like, the difference in saying, like, as a parent, you could, like, you can be 30 years old, right? My mm-hmm. grandma could tell my dad, you're my child, versus him being a child. Because mm-hmm. yes. he is definitely a grown man, <laughs> right? But he is always somebody's child. That's why I wanted right. to make a distinction. Yes, because mm-hmm. child oh, exactly. can be, child can be defined as you know anybody's son or daughter, or it can be defined as somebody who is not, has not gone through the process of yeah. puberty or maturity, right. or who um, is technically by law a minor, right? right. If okay. that makes sense. Fundamentally, so, what we should be saying here, okay? So yeah, children, of course, but like you said, by law adolescence right so what we need to be saying here is daughter son because you will always be someone's daughter Mm -hmm. or son right
Okay, okay. Oh. Um, I think that we need to like start with what I said. I feel like we haven't still laid out the foundation of what's a child's role um, and what's a parent's role. Right. Okay. So, so can we Sorry. break it up? Right. Yeah. If you are a child, as in adolescence, you have not gone through puberty. You are technically still a minor by law. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's do what is the role, and we go, we can go around. What is the role of that child right. versus you being thirty years old and you're still somebody's child, but mm-hmm. you are not a child? Oh, wow, you remember? Okay, right. okay. We'll uh, let's start. start off with here. I think right now, as an adolescent, um, right. be, at the ages of you know newborn to eighteen years old, there always needs to be some form of respect mm-hmm. within the lines of a child's role, mm-hmm. um, and respecting your elders per se always has to be the case. So that's a key value in this case. But I think once you get older, thirty-one years old, you have to actually start taking. The man who was saying, hey, I actually have to take care for you now mm-hmm. because our parents are actually starting to age mm-hmm. eventually. So you're yes. saying the roles reverse. The roles then reverse. And it comes. that's where the disconnect happens with most mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, my God, everybody's trying to be in power here. And a lot of parents don't know how to handle that. And that's mm-hmm. why a lot of fallouts happen when it's time to take your parents to nursing homes or when it's time to move into your own home and that's a very crucial time in your life as a 30 year old person trying to start a family a career and all this stuff is happening at once and your parents are still aging okay well okay if you bring it back to like us and our age our age group um i think this is a time where we stop calling them mommy and daddy and like yeah. realizing that these are individual people that agree have these are human these, these are, are human. human these are whole individuals like i did not know that you had a life before me agree and so that's mm. when that when you start looking at that <laughs> and you start literally realizing that yeah. this person has flaws yeah mommy is not a superhero mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. It's crazy because that's where I think a lot of the disconnect happens because we don't know our parents. And I know for me, for me to have any kind of bond with you, I want to know you. Mm -hmm. I want to know you in any way you allow me to. So that's a vulnerable state. Right. Because I think that going into that, trauma from what our parents have gone through before us affects how they parent yes so i think that we need to understand and be knowledgeable about the things that our parents went through so we can understand their their parenting style but but to bring it back to the child the child's road i think that the child has to be open definitely Mm -hmm. to listen and understand our child like like you said our parents have dealt with trauma our parents have dealt with experience so we have to be open our parents are people right right Right. Right. on the reverse of that we Parents also have to be yes. willing to be that open. Yeah. Because a parent I know, role. I know, yes. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. me, when I was, I was like 13 years old or whatever, me and my mom were going like through friction. I call it mm-hmm. like, what do they call it? What I call dark it? Ages. The dark ages. Yeah. Dark, dark, dark ages. ages. And yeah, like she was, she was stopping herself from telling me the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where I, where I yeah. started came from. I'm literally saying, tell me what is going on. And she would not. Going off of that, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But I'm so sorry. Going off of that, the thought of adolescence and how many lies I was told as an adolescent, literally, when I found out that Santa. When I found out Santa wasn't real, literally I was in I was in seventh grade and I was like so shocked I cried. Like that like seventh grade. Bye. Stop that. Are y'all really bullying me? Uh, I'm not I was 11 turning 12. You got a fat white man who was really crawling through your children. Wait, wait, wait. And you got clothes, shimmy, and No, and my parents made it sound so real. How good so was real. the lie? No, but the, going off of that, like, the stuff that we believe as adolescents, and then when we grow up, it becomes yeah. false, and we get 
take all this hope that we had mm-hmm. and things that we learned. From but I, I like, think that's I, really a beautiful sight to see because I was telling my mom this late, like last year during Christmas time. I'm over here buying gifts. I'm like, dang, my mom really made this magical for me back in the day. I'm like, it's, it was a beautiful sight to see and seeing that now I'm doing it for like my little brother Same. or just even getting gifts for friends and families. It's a beautiful, it's, it's a beautiful feeling. Right. And so I'm like, dang, our parents do so much to protect us. Oh, and maybe man. this truth is hindering us from what we're scared to That's even go through. That's what I was about mm. to say. I don't know why and... I, I ask my parents, but I've never really been one to let me know what's going on. I want to be in the know. Da, da, da. Don't tell me. Same. Right. That's me too. That's so me. You're about to tell me. Right. come back. Now, my parents end up telling me, right, yeah. which is just our relationship because the reason why I'm so opinionated and probably advanced on certain things because I was in conversations about, okay, um, we can afford a new home, but should we get a new home? Because we got to think about, you know, colleges and then, you know, the kids, the younger kids leaving, and right. da, da, da. Mm-hmm. I'm a part of these conversations, right? right? And it's helping prep me for life. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I don't want to know. But I have a question. But I think I'll, that it's an, yeah. Next? Go ahead. Hold on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I think it's important off. that as kids, like I get it. You want to be in the know. Mm-hmm. You yeah. want to know certain things. And yes, it is true that what parents are going through and what parents have gone through and are going through will affect their parenting. But I think we have to be comfortable with just not knowing certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, my parents were probably going through stuff that I did not know was happening. Right. But I could tell that their energy was off. Right. I could tell that they were going through something, so I acted accordingly. I don't need to know what you're going through. Right. The only reason why I asked, though, is because whatever's going on is affecting me and her relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is why I asked. I don't ask because right. I'm like, yeah. And and I think but have that- you ever thought that you having that knowledge can further hinder it. But I think the child, no, but it's no, different for me. It's just a child's responsibility actually, to be there for the parent when the parent's going through stuff. Because you just said that you had to act accordingly. But is it that child's responsibility? But I think a lot of the times, what happens when it's literally put right in front of you without even asking? Because I know a lot of my traumatic experiences, I found out on my own by happenstance. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dog, I don't know how to do this. Like, now I got to know the truth because it's literally in, in my face. Right. And yes. to Daya's point, I think that hinders a parent and a child's relationship. Because if you can't even trust me enough to tell me what's going on in my family, right. then what am I supposed to do? I, I, I think I, and, and, But also, I agree with Jayla's. I, I, I agree. Because what, what you don't know, you don't need to know. You don't need to know all the and time. And I think that that's a valid point. But it, it, come, it becomes what Zayla said. When it affects y'all's relationship then That's therefore you need to problem. be telling me what there's a separation of a child i'm sorry i pass it on okay i feel like there's a separation of a child uh the t- i hate the place. word of the child's place because when my parents <laughs> say it ooh, but child's place and an adult's place personally i feel like i don't need to know about the bill well the bill the exact money of the bills the exact money we're spending here the exact money like that i feel like that's adult business of course i'm gonna have to learn how to take care of my own man so mm-hmm. i don't need to know yeah. every single financial yeah. if we're losing money for raising money i don't need to know that, that i feel like that's yeah. being in a child's place you don't need to ask well personally for me i don't need to ask oh what's this with the job yeah because i have a lot of friends who are put in situations where they have to provide in some form of way because it's no longer a choice like you have to be put in situations where hey maybe your mama cannot provide to get you to college okay how you gonna get there i'm gonna work my butt off to get every scholarship out the way if i can bounce off of that and this is why i had a problem with what you were saying jonah at Mm. the front part is because kids can be like buttholes (laughs) sometimes and like let your like let a mother (laughs) you know 
be vulnerable with her child and explain that, you know, either we don't have it financially right now or mm-hmm. something like that. And I've seen it happen before. Yeah. Kids use stuff against their parents when yes. they see fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All because the they truly do not understand. And, they, and that's why I'm saying, I get what you guys are saying, but I'm like, we are extremely mature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would not advise people to, oh, you know, parents tell your kids what's going on with the no. kids demand to know. <laughs> like, no. But no. it's also not like, a burden of the kid. You're t- telling me bills. Oh, you cost this much. You doing something that I love right. is costing this much. Right. I personally feel like that's a burden. If I have to hear every single day that you're sacrificing, I understand that you're sacrificing, and I appreciate that. But if I have to hear every single day I'm costing you this much money, and I you're sacrificing being um getting a car or getting something new because of me, and I'm doing something that I love, but you you don't want to take me out of it. Like that I feel like that's a that, burden. that's a burden. I it agree. Is a burden. I agree. Putting that putting that weight on your child, it, it 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 really hurts. Like yeah. because because making like say for instance, I'm I'm doing something that I love, and my parents are supporting me, but like right. it costs a little bit of money, and they're like, oh, you're taking up so much of our money. Mm-hmm. You need to do this. You need to do that because you're, you're you're so expensive. Like that makes me feel like oh well maybe I shouldn't. But right. I think yeah. this is where the compromise meets because I think. Uh, we're always not going to get our way when it comes to a relationship with our parents. My relationship mm-hmm. with my mom might be quite different than the relationship I have with my uh, dad. Mm-hmm. Or let's say if you have a stepdad or a stepmom. It's always going to be very complex. But I think the compromise here <laughs> is that we are gaining this information, gaining this experience of what not to do or what we should do mm-hmm. when it comes time to build a family if we decide to. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, can we really go back into the yeah. role of a child mm-hmm. and the role of a parent? Yeah. For me, I, I get your definition tonight. And, uh, but for me personally, my role as a child is that my parents technically have 18 years to prep me for the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know, that I, I know that if nobody else in this world wants the best for me, it's my parents. Right. I don't, I don't think for a second that my parents want ill harm for me. And so it's like, I, I, I do bucket my parents sometimes, but I have to remind myself, these are probably the only people in the world who are going to love back. me unconditionally. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, me, of course. Right. Like, and I get that. My <laughs> thing course. is, so I'm like, I have... 18 years to get all the knowledge but i have a question about that all the all i have a question about that what happens oh oh, go ahead and not ask my question yeah i was just really curious because like what what we're talking about where this friction comes from Mm -hmm. is from us wanting to not be protected anymore Mm -hmm. yeah because the world is well the world is opening our eyes to things that we don't understand quite Mm -hmm. yet so we're going to the sources that love us the most that can break it down for us and if you can't, I, I want to know, like, I want to know because know. it's not just you anymore. Right. That's just, that can introduce it to me. I'd rather go through a source that loves me than to go through, like, life. life. Right. Because, <laughs> to go through life, because right. like you said, this 18 years, um, they have 18 years to prepare us. A lot of people don't have that. Mm, so what happens right. when it comes to a time, like somebody can watch, be watching this podcast right now. What happens when that unconditional love is and, not there? Right. And how do they maneuver through that? That's my question to your point. Right. Okay, I and mean, I definitely I, I understand that right. that is some for some people that is not the the high the home life archetype. Right. right? Yeah. I am fortunate enough for that to be my situation. But as Zayla has said it best on, you know, a previous podcast, sometimes you get role models and sometimes you get people you don't want to be like. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's and it, it it pains me to say this because I, I really am fortunate to have a great 
home life. But for people where that is not the situation, if that hurts, if that is painful, if that is harmful, if you want that relationship, but your parent is not putting in the effort to get that, when you get your family and when you have your kids, you need to make sure that everything that pains you, everything that hurts you does not repeat. And yeah. also, I think that, like, with that point, also, I agree with it, what y'all both said. But we also have to look at the other side of it. What happens with parents that are overprotective? They're, <laughs> yes, they're, they're not. They're not ever giving their child room to make mistakes. They're not letting their child experience <laughs> yes. life, you know? Going off of Jonah's point, I believe, like, being overprotective, it has to be... I, it comes from fear. Like you have fear mm-hmm. of letting your child go. You, maybe you have an attachment that you just can't, you can't break that piece apart from you, but you also have to know, you have to let your child experience things. I you have think- to let your child go through these um, challenges and you have to let their, your child fail for themselves so they, mm-hmm. they know how to get themselves back. Around. I think but that I'm- fear actually is really instilled with the parents. They're scared of even failing. Mm-hmm. To even, they feel like, I think a, a lot of overprotective parents, they have to, it's a lot of, you know, comparing, uh, comparing um, their child with their friend's child or oh my trying gosh, to, yes. you know, that kind of thing. But I think what's instilled in them is the fear of failing as mm. a parent that is making them overprotective. Mm. Well, I, 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 I don't know. I'm on the But it's also, but it's, it's such an as well. the parent side for this. And I get it. As a child, having an overprotective parent is annoying, mm-hmm. right? Listen. But at the same time, there are things we don't know that we don't know. So yes. I'm like, I don't uh, completely agree that you know. overprotective parents are, you know, have this fear. There, I get it. Let your ch- let your children fail. They gotta fall on their face, all of that. But there are some consequences that mess you up for life. Yes, yeah. some that okay. you don't that's understand. understandable. But I feel, uh, and then I'll pass. And you think that, oh, you know, if I do this, if I fail here, it's not gonna be that big. You don't know the impact. You are young. Oh, no. Okay, but that that's they may great. see effects that you don't see. That's understandable, but me. I feel like it's different because then why are other parents not overprotective? Why why do they and their kids turn out perfectly? Well, not, nobody's perfect, no, but they too, we don't necessarily we don't know what's happening at home. But their kids end up, from what I see, end up being successful. They end up being not they're probably not stable, but they end up like working hard and they end up being well. So you can still have two different parents, but some parents know their kids. I'm sorry. I mean, some parents know they kids. Yeah, some parents know they kids. It's different for everybody, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't compare right. my my parental relationship to Jayla and her parents' parental relationship because they're not the same. You know why? Because we're different people. Prime and example. They're different people, right? The way my parents parent me is different than every one of my siblings, and we all have the same parents. Yeah. Right. But yeah. because we're different as people, like yeah. my my parents do have a lax parenting style with me right but it's because of who i well, am you are. as yeah. a person right. Right. well now when they're more hands-on with you know some of my siblings but it's because of who they are as a person same goal to prep my kid for life i want mm-hmm. them to succeed right but right. you know your child right, right. yeah but go ahead okay mm-hmm. but i uh, i don't I don't necessarily know how I feel about that because I think that experience is the best teacher. I think yeah. that that is, I've always stood by that. I've said that before in other podcasts. Experience is the best teacher. Life is the best teacher. Your experiences are going to- the lessons life teaches, you some, end up in jail. But my, my, but my thing is, yo, say Death. for- like, you, you don't, but you, you, you won't even know because i rather experience- Something that could detriment me in the future now than when I'm in the future. Kids will never because, no, wait, 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 wait. I think so. I think so. Okay. I think I, I would I would rather experience something now that I know that I'm not going to 
like in the future now than in the future. Okay, wait, wait. So are you saying like I'd rather experience something harm in the in the in the comfort it, of my not comfort of my home, yeah, under the protection of yes, my parents, as a, as a teen, whether okay. when I'm out out on my own, and having you have, it, like, right, really, you have no and right, going, going right. off of experience, I, okay. I I believe that maybe you can experience those things with your parent. Um, I don't know if it was Tupac or not, so I'm not going to say the name. Oh, I just said okay, um, <laughs> but uh, some parent smoked weed with their child right mm -hmm. and they smoke weed so they know how what it is when it's not when it's not laced and what it is when it's like or something right. like that when it's like so you experience it so when you have laced i, I don't know all the fundamentals of it do you know what okay, okay. these parents are not giving their children no most weed okay no no, no 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 but i'm saying that you can experience with your child some right. experience or you can put your yeah. child but hold on is that is that right there say it again safety net Safety net, yes. Hold on. No. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, you will not. No, ma'am, what? They are, you will not. Badger, you, you will not take your, like, think your parents are just so annoying. Oh, my gosh. Leave me alone. When they try to tell you, and then you get into it anyway, and then come to your parents to be your safety net. I know. No, you will not. I, no, I think that's, 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 that's a lot of parenting. You have to be prepared for your child to do right. that. I'm not saying that it's and, not going to happen. Okay. But the idea that, you know, let me fail now while I have a safety net. There are, and we just talked about, there are literal kids out there who do not have that they and don't. i think it is so disrespectful when kids take that for granted like oh mm. i'm gonna go out here and do whatever i want because i know my parents got me and what if they did it i think it's different i think it's different but 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 um with doing oh let me go out and like do bad things because i know my parents got me rather than oh i just want to experience life and then something doesn't go right and then you have to fall back on your parents go, being intentional and not being intentional are two different yeah, things what are you trying to say Zayla? i was just trying to say like the reason why they do that experiment outside of what you have told them is because you haven't told them something. And I think mm -hmm. that it is it is worth taking into consideration if I, as a child, am coming to you with the fact that I want to know more. Yeah. I think that that is the biggest inclination that I'm willing to take the responsibility of yeah. what comes out your mouth. Because I think, I, I know with me personally, if I don't know certain things, I'm honestly scared, dog. Because with me, this stuff runs in my blood. And I'm trying to prevent it, but that's a whole different conversation. Mm. And generational cycles. Generational cycles. That's Ooh. what it is. Literally. And so the truth comes out. Next like when podcast. I say, <laughs> next podcast. <laughs> but when I say like, hey, certain stuff I found out, like the, I found out the most traumatizing experiences on my own without even asking. Mm -hmm. And in, in a lot of the cases, kids are just put in the situations. And mm -hmm. so that's where I'm like, okay, sometimes truth is needed. Mm -hmm. I need truth because if I don't have truth, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm just walking in this path of, uh, being scared. Right. And bouncing off of Daya, I just, I, I understand we're talking about overprotective, but I also want to talk about the other hand. What about people, ch children who are neglected all the time, people who mm -hmm. don't have parents who are there even as a safety net mm -hmm. for when they fail and they were told that you're going to fail. I would ask why are they being neglected? Like for my mother's parents. Oh, that's so hyper specific but, no, though. Well, I think that's no, no, a very simple. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. No, I, I, I well, like, okay, I want to fix the neglect, but like more hands-off parenting, I would say. Because mm -hmm. certain people are hands-off because they trust their child to do what's yes. right. Mm -hmm. And, and some people are hands-off because they honestly, like, you know. Can't. I don't, you know, I'm, that's and I think that's a great distinction. If yeah. you are a hands off parent and your child don't do right, something yeah, needs to be some yeah. revision here. Mm -hmm. So right. it's really okay. weird. Oh, 
But okay. I, the only reason why I think that these distinctions are important are mm-hmm. because when you know your child or mm-hmm. what they are capable of doing or you know what they like, whatever you know what I mean, their inklings, their inclinations. Right. Um, <laughs> you start to see what boundaries they are. I mean, hold on. What do you have to? Say you start to see like okay. Remember what I talked talk said, like, it's worth taking into consideration yeah, right. when yeah. a child comes to you saying, I want the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that right there, it's a test of the of the parameters and the boundaries set in place for you guys' relationship. Mm-hmm. So you're testing that Do boundary. Do parents not have the right to say, I don't want to give it to you now? You, you can. Very right. much so. Yes. That's their because right. You're, they're still I superior feel, than us. I mean, right. I'm we not still, saying it's that. Still, it's still a, a level of, oh, wait, continue. I was just saying, like, yes, you have complete right to do that. But if some, if they go outside of you to find the answer because they want it that bad, I'm not saying that they're right for doing that, and I'm not saying that you're wrong for withholding it. Mm-hmm. But don't be surprised right. if it happens. You because, know what I'm saying? Because oh, I, I wanted to touch on um, tonight's question because she asked specifically, "What happens with children who are neglected?" And I think a lot of uh, it's some children out here who do not have parents. Mm-hmm. You have to realize mm-hmm. that. So that's what I'm saying. You have to actually build some form of a village or some form of a family, even even when it does not feel like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people lean on other people's <laughs> parents because they don't have right, it. Right, right. That's true. Jonah, what do you have to say? Okay. No, I agree, Daya. Yes. Well, yes. Your point was very valid. Mm-hmm. You got to recognize the neglect. Gotta right. Yeah. Them. And I definitely agree. But wait, there was something that you said um, about overprotective parents. Overprotective parents usually lead to sneaky children. And they, <laughs> yeah. and they always try no. to go behind their parents' back to get the answers that their parents don't let them I mean, experience. That's very true. And that's, I mean... That's with, very so both extremes can lead to failure. Right. But then again, the neglect that Dana is talking about is impactful too. Yeah. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. want to speak too much on the neglect part because I don't know where that neglect is coming from and I'm not going to make an ill-informed judgment on it. Oh, that's true. I think so, that's, and then I feel like an overprotective parent could look at my parents and call that neglection. Like, Right. Yeah. And I'm like, Ooh, that's yeah. very true. Because yeah. there's so it's much so, hands off. Right. Like, going off of what so Jayla, like, what really is neglect? Right. Going off of what Jayla just said, well, with the parent seeing the other parent, is it okay? I have this question. Is it okay for a parent to tell another parent how to parent? No. 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 Not a baby. I hate when parents do that. Well, hold no. on. I think that we should not equate advice and because come on if there are mm-hmm. parents advice, who have working been parents like if you have a, a new mom versus somebody who's has a 14 year old daughter okay like i feel like there's wisdom to be given here mm-hmm. now i don't know what y'all mean by telling another parent how uh, to parent can i, can I yeah, get an example can, yeah. okay so say for instance um a, a parent decides to let their child go to a party. Mm. And then another parent sees that and calls the parent and is like, you shouldn't let your child go to parties. That's not good for them. That doesn't help them in the future. Don't do that because this, that, and that, and that. That's being old. Like, why are you that? Well, that's none of your business. What I let my child do is none of your business. I didn't ask for your opinion. I didn't ask for your advice. You you gave something that was not necessary. But I, I think it's a separation. Right I'm sorry. I'll pass it on to you. Is that okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, I can't touch on that right now because I, I lack the experience to really know. Personally, I just really know what. Like, to really per- know. I, I've never been a parent. Well, yeah, I understand <laughs> that. But I feel like but in a child's place, like, personally, for somebody that I trust and I've grown up with, like, Jayla's family, if Jayla's family wanted to, um, 
give my parents something, some how to parent or advice on parenting me. They, Jayla's family knows me. Like they, Jayla knows I'm allergic to this. I'm like, she knows me. So if they are giving advice on how to deal with people like me, I feel like my parents would be open and my parents should be open. But at the end of the day, yes, um, Jayla's parents can give your parents the advice, but you, the They're decision that your mom parents. makes for you, Jayla's parents can't be mad about that. You know, like they, they would never, Jayla's parents would never ever be like, oh, um, so, um, to your mom, why would you, why would you let Sinai do that? They're, Jayla's parents can give her advice and that's it. Literally, that's all they can do. They can't make the decision for your mom. You know I want saying? to go ahead and marry this. So where can we find the compromise? In conversation. The solvency. Yeah. Find it in conversation. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said before, Ooh. boundaries are being tested. And, like, 100% of the time, you probably won't get the answer that you deserve. I agree. I yeah. was, like I said before, I, dark ages. It took me two years to really get close to my mother, to have her tell me what it is that, because she knew that that's what I needed. That's the only thing that was really stopping me from be, having that relationship. Because I think mm-hmm. we both wanted it, but we both didn't know how. And it's it's the being able to trust one another right. with the truth and right. not abuse the truth mm-hmm. for our That's own benefits. Honestly, and I've been doing this the whole conversation because I feel like this is so it's so much here. Right. And I get as kids like I'm kind of taking the parents side on this one. And I get as kids, kids is annoying. But I think at the end of it, we can all agree that. Like we said before, parents are people. Mm-hmm. We are people. Right. And I, I'm going to be that person again. I hate to be that person every TikTok. <laughs> be that person. But at some point, you have to realize that, I feel like kids can be narcissistic. And you have to realize that, yes, there are, you know, in, in an ideal world, you want a good relationship. Right. You want this. You want that. But you may not get that. You have to yeah. be okay. Yeah, Luckily, be okay I have that. been able to receive that. But I know that. The work that I'm set out to do, the gifts that God gave me, goes bigger than my parents. Yeah. Goes bigger than me. And I'm not going to let anybody stop that. Mm-hmm. So we have to accept that we're going to have to get it regardless. I agree with you because I, I think I had to come to an acceptance and saying, hey, maybe I'm not going to have a relationship the way I want to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Maybe right. I'm not going to have a communication the a way process. I want to have a communication. That is yeah. definitely a process. Right. And and I feel like if you force the, pro- uh, the process, it can never be fulfilled the way you sh- the way it should mm-hmm. be right and you can have that. i don't want to rush the process and you can have that relationship yeah. with other people like we're on um zayla's point in a previous podcast of course you have your parents you have your family but you can also talk to other people and have that yep. the village is strong right. people where's yes. the village is strong <laughs> and it, it definitely like you want a connection with the people you know who literally created you you do right. you yes. really do but I think that there are tons of stories of either kids, you know, who are adopted or who have, you know, their friends, parents, or, you know, somebody else in their life has functioned as a parent. Because at the end of the day, it's like, yes, biological parents, you get it. You want that relationship, but don't be scared to find it in somebody else because the goal is Mm. to get it. Mm. But then again, that's a slippery slope because do you feel as if. It is somebody else's responsibility to parent you. I'm not saying no, that. We're I'm talking about in that. terms of like adopting or something. I'm not saying that it is anybody's responsibility, but I'm saying that there are people who are naturally loving, yeah. mm-hmm. who are signing up to love somebody unconditionally. Okay. Right. Do not turn down that love right. because okay. you are stuck in a, in one, a, in a, in a stereotypical in a, idea yes. of what you're a one-way solution. Yeah. yeah. Well, the problem can be solved multiple ways. I agree. Right I, agree. I agree with that. I definitely I agree, agree with, with that. But I think that it, it's a difference between loving somebody unconditionally and then trying to parent them. 
You know what I'm saying? Because you can love somebody unconditionally, but that does not mean that you have to make every life choice for them. You you, you don't you don't have to lead them in the right direction. I don't think parenting is making every life choice for them, in regardless. So I think say that the last point I'm one more time. What you said. Yeah, okay, so I'll, I'll say it again. So I think that. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> football. <laughs> Move the base a little Y'all should really go get the book. Yeah, y'all should. <laughs> okay, but I think that loving somebody unconditionally, I think that, are you saying, like, you know when to accept that unconditional love? I feel like the role of mm-hmm. a parent, like I said before, is to prep the child mm-hmm. emotionally, mm-hmm. physically. You know, it's just, I feel like parents are a launching pad mm-hmm. for the real world, right? Right. In the ideal world, your biological parents do that, but there are people who can literally, you know, kind of do those same things. It's not, I'm not going to lie, it's a different feeling when mm-hmm. it comes from your biological parents. But what I was suggesting is that I know that's not the case for everybody. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I brought it up is because there are people who are like, you're not, you're not my dad. Like, <laughs> no, that. like do not disregard those same, like, if this is the criteria for what parents are supposed to do. And there are like four people in your life who do that for you. That's your family. Mm. You have four parents, technically, yeah. by definition. Obviously, there's the the biological side of it. That's all I was saying is that do not deny. Right. Okay. You know? And going because, off. Of, okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, you have an actual point. I'm, I was just gonna <laughs> say like um, uh, the message y'all kind of convoluted with what Jayla was saying. I because I don't think that the people that are that you're talking about outside of parents aren't necessarily parenting. That was my problem. Mm. Because I was like, if I have resources outside of my mom that I can go to if I have a question about something. Like, right. But I wouldn't consider them a parent to me. But so what makes the parent a parent? Me. What makes a parent a parent? Other than you pushing somebody out. Or See, we should have been established somebody. this. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we started talking about a child and then we just um, never got there. Yeah. I'm not sure what makes a parent a parent. And like like they have in, my, in my opinion, the, the term is flexible. It yeah. is. It's very it's flexible. Subjective. That's what I'm saying. Wait, in this well, day and age, it really varies right so now. can I be a parent to you? No. But you can... I'm like... I'm, if you oh, can justify course, how. No, I, mean, I don't like, think so like, at all. She, like, let's say she has a question about something and her parents didn't answer or whatever. And I happen to know the answer to it in some form of... With, what I'm telling you. Advice and parents. I'm hearing that you need wisdom. Answering a question and parenting. That's what I'm saying, though. Because like that decision... I was thinking that what she was talking about, go to other sources, yeah. or go for advice. That's, what I'm That's saying. not what I was talking That's about. That's what I was thinking. So, yeah, can you make well. that distinction between like, parenting from other people and advice? Okay, here's what I'm talking about, right? In my opinion, the goal of a parent, right, like y'all said, by law, like food, shelter, clothing, education, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are people who don't receive that from their biological parents. Mm -hmm. Right. 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 Meaning that or if they are, it's like they're getting like two out of the three. Right. Right. Meaning that your biological parent, in my opinion, is not a parent because you have not fulfilled Mm -hmm. the criteria that legally makes you a parent. Oh, you're talking about. That one. Okay. Mm. So there are people in your life who choose to step in to fill some of those gaps, like food, like clothing, like emotional support and readiness. Um, you know, what am I trying to say? If there are people who are stepping in, helping fill the gaps or mm-hmm. complete the criteria of what is a parent, in my opinion, you are a parent. Mm. Okay, to Wait, wrap it all no. I wouldn't that's my that's just parent. yeah. I like I understand because you're talking about like I'm. I, I think of them as mentors. Like, is that what you're saying? It's not a mentor. 
I don't because I'm like the only thing I, I feel like the only thing y'all was saying that makes a parent a parent is like oh I, I live with my mom and da, 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 da. that is not the situation no, for I everybody. Don't, I don't know. No, no, I don't. Agree no, with I that. think what many people are talking about here is the uh the the connection the the actual spiritual connection you have with the parent, if, and that's what I think right. you are attesting to. Correct. Is that what you're mentioning? Uh, yes. Because I feel like yeah. based I, off of y'all's what y'all are saying, there are people out here who are parentless just with a bunch of mentors. I don't I don't No 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 no. no, no. no. I, I we did not define what parent was and I think that that's where we need to do that really quickly. Yeah. Because really I quickly. think yes. And then we'll crystallize and I like, think yeah, I, right. I don't know. It's kinda like parenting is like a person that takes responsibility for a child right that's where responsibility like you are lies. mine they literally claim you not claim. so why can't somebody but you know like you're on their property jayla mm-hmm. i was about to oh jayla jackson jayla jackson you <laughs> Sorry, belong jackson. to mr jackson well not you know you know what I'm saying. yeah right now do that. and there are people who do not who are not biological parents who have no problem doing that and you might see it as oh they don't live with them so it's yeah. a form of a mentor nah they baby. take that responsibility nah, 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 nah. Nah. no i i think it's yeah, if you saying, go ahead sorry i'm so sorry ahead, i keep nah, doing nah. this okay i think there are parents out there who take their responsibility claim that person as mine of course somebody else can have responsibility of them too but claim that person as mine claim me as a, the other daughter and want to pour into me just as i as i was living under that household every single time and out as i was their own actual biological daughter so i do believe other parents can fulfill the role of but i, I mean, see other people because i feel like they're like if yeah. like let's say a kid were to get in trouble mm-hmm. and everybody know their parent ain't you know ain't it right it's like, oh, if this child were to get in trouble, we take them to Mr. or Mrs. Such and Such. No. Because they no. no, listen, listen, because I feel like y'all are not acknowledging like mm-hmm. what we have is like it's rare with our parents. Yeah, you're right. It's so rare. And I've literally seen it to where other people literally act as a parent because their parents aren't anything. Mm-hmm. But then again, I feel like that puts a, not, I don't want to say a burden because that's such a negative word, but like on, because that person that they're going to most likely has children of them of their own. So my and, thing but is, that that person thing, automatically so, so, so my thing is, well, my question is, when does it become the other parent's responsibility to parent your child? Hey, I don't think like, it's- Like, why is that? Why are you making that their obligation? You're but not making it that. I'm not, nobody is Sorry. forcing yeah. anybody to yeah. take on the mantle of acting as a parent for somebody. I, that's why I literally said in my definition, if there are people who are ready and able to act as a parent, do not shy away from that because they are not your biological. Emphasis on the ready and able. Yeah. Right, Emphasis that's what I'm that. saying. <laughs> I'm, I don't think people, you know, who don't have, who don't feel like, oh, my parent is parenting, should walk around, hey, parent me. No, that's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm saying that there are people like, literally, if I was an adult and one of my children's friends, parent just like was not it, like not doing their job, in my opinion, obviously there would be some more dynamics there. Right. I have no problem stepping in as a parent. Mm. I think it really no depends problem. on the person. Wait, can so that impede on somebody else's parenting though? I mean, I'm they're not, not parenting at all. Like, that's no, what I'm saying. Still. We're dealing with situations it's to situations, where the parenting is yes. void. Void as in like that figure is literally not there or void as in like neglect. It would, it, it would be both almost. Yeah, I think it, it depends on the situation. We can't really just have yeah. That's why I said there are people where if your parents are legally supposed to provide you food, clothing, housing, if your parent only provides you with housing and fails to provide with food, or clothing. Oh, okay, wait, 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 wait. But since oh, I had a point, wait. I feel like since I had something to say. Oh, okay. oh, okay. I was. I'm sorry. I just wait. So, 
I'm considering like the relationship, like because like damn, she has like a best friendship with her mother. Like, I need to, I need to, the criteria that you're defining for a parent, what they need to provide. Is it the things that need to? You're talking about the bare minimum, okay? Food, water, shelter, clothing, blah blah blah. Yes. But what are the extras of being a parent that people don't realize? Because that extra, that, yeah. that, that it's extra to be a best friend. You don't need yeah, to be on that's your best friend. That's that's saying, there's, a, there's, there are people right. who step in for that part, too. Yes, but my question yeah. is, is that is feeding that relationship with your parent extra or is that the necessity? Because I need that clarification from you. Mm. Is One more time. Like, do you see how Daya and her mother are like best friends? They feed into the relationship, literally caring about one another, the Imagine. relationship that they have. Mm-hmm. That is caring for the relationship in and of itself a need to you. Ooh, and, like, and that's yes. what I'm saying. It depends uh, I, on the child. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to like, I do not have a mm-hmm. best friend simulation with my mother. I do not need one. I'm not saying that you know you need one, but I feel like there are people who function better when their parents act as that. That's what I'm saying. It depends for every person. Right. But right. if you are a child yeah. who is being denied because your legal, like your okay. legal requirements, I, 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 I parent, really along with the stuff that we know that's extra that we need, like you know, emotional reassurance, validation. But the the stuff that's extra though, like with the validation, yeah. all the things that you were about to list, is that extra though? I don't, think, I don't think it's proven extra. that you I don't think it's extra, but like literally in government mandated what is necessity. Well. That's I, I think that is yeah. extra. Like just literally just based off of definition. But necessity yeah. is it, it it needs definition because is that is that unconditional, that best friend it's love a, a necessity for it's a relationship? Necessity for the the mental stability for a child. But honestly, you guys, like I think okay, the similarity that I'm seeing in all of ours is that and this is what I'm saying, if we could kind of wrap it okay, up. Okay, let's yes. go ahead. Don't walk around with holes mm-hmm. when they can be filled. Don't and and we don't have to put a term on it. And I get that's probably where the issue is. Like, yeah. oh, is that technically by term a parent? And da da da. And my opinion, you can act as a parent if that is not your child. Mm-hmm. But please do not walk around with holes because falling into the stereotype that your biological parents are obligated to do that some of that extra yeah. that you were talking about and not receiving, you know. You're not re- not being filled up by places where you can get it. It's mm. going to be the demise of some people. And the yeah. thought that people are walking around with holes, it, it, it pains me. Please feel yourself. Right. And, and also, going, sorry. You can go. Sorry. Off with Jayla, another solvency we reached was uh, both parent and child need to be open. I feel like a child mm-hmm. needs to be open to listening and taking that advice from the parent. And the parent also needs to be open to sharing at least a little bit or having that conversation with them. Right. Child. And yeah. I think that. Yo, we just always are so dope. Like, we just always <laughs> dropping facts on y'all. And I just think that everything that we said in today's podcast is just so, mm-hmm. so, so, so useful. And we just always are just here for each other. And I just am so happy about that. And overall, it was just a great day. So make sure y'all tune in next week. Because one thing about us, we, we don't talk, talk about, about it. it.